0: Now, the sound of your voices have just changed. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's echoey. Yeah. All right. It's not oh. bad.
1: <laughs> it just Dad, sounds like the Dad, voice of God. Dad, you're fitting in perfectly here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Telling yeah. Nate how terrible his audio is. <laughs> That's, we do that all the what time. What did I just uh.
2: do? <laughs> 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 I really, I, I don't have any idea
0: now. <laughs> what could have caused it? You guys yeah. never get off track, do you? <laughs> no, no.
1: This is hot garbage.
3: This sounds like shit. No one's going to buy that.
1: Is it a hit? I don't know if it's still here. He sometimes just leaves and goes and plays video games while we're recording. <laughs> so I can't oh promise gosh. that that didn't happen already.
2: All right, we're in. Sorry. I had to get my dog's bed.
1: <laughs> what? He just brought over
2: your dog's bed. Yeah, you know he's he's uh, real. He's real. He's real picky right now. He's hopped up on steroids. It's a whole
3: thing. Okay. Um, low tea. Me, uh, You had a low T dog. Yeah,
2: he's he's real low T. You've seen my dog.
3: <laughs> you just so got a so pump well. full of supplements.
1: Welcome to a very, very, very special episode. A Visit A Hit. We have a very special guest uh, in studio today. Uh, This man is a world wrist wrestling champion. He listened to our podcast last week and said, I got to get on that show and let those guys know what I think of them. (laughs) Um, So we do have in studio... uh, Coincidentally enough, he is my father. Uh, we have Big Joe <laughs> McCulick, world arm wrestling champion.
3: Hi, Here we go. Hi, We're not clapping. Come on, guys, get it. Get it, it, it going. I'm
1: standing right. up and clapping. Yeah, yeah. well so Dad. De- go ahead and uh, let us know that you're you're here, Dad. Just in case you didn't drop yes, off. Yes,
0: I am. Uh, okay, here. good. You
1: never know with Zoom. Uh, we've had a lot of problems with Zoom. Uh, So, we wanted to, we all wanted to to have this conversation because of uh, our last episode, Steely Hand, for anyone who hasn't heard it. Uh, Pat, Nate, and I spent an inordinate amount of time trying to think of a name for one of (laughs) Pat's friends who is uh, becoming an arm wrestler. Yeah. And I felt that we all didn't know what we were talking about. We were just going for hand, arm. Puns. Knuckle pun, just puns. <laughs> yeah. So we felt this is a good opportunity to interview a person who is in the known, a person who actually could provide, provide some great insight and, you know, tell us where we were wrong. and uh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> dad, I've always wanted to know how on earth did you get into arm wrestling?
0: Well, back in the sixties, there was a, um, a program uh, on Saturday afternoons, we didn't get much in the way of um, sports programming, other than football games, baseball, basketball, etc. And um, on Saturdays, they had a program called Wide World of Sports, and I don't believe it's any longer on TV. And uh, every year, they had a a one Saturday afternoon of wrist wrestling, and um, There were two men that uh, started the program out, uh, Dave DeVoto, who is still alive, by the way. And I'm in in regular contact with him. And um, the other man's name was uh, Bill Sabranas. Sabranas. And um, he's passed away now. But uh, they started uh, wrist wrestling. And one of them, I believe it was Dave DeVoto, knew somebody within uh, ABC and um he, he got them to televise uh, their their championship. So I watched it for a number of years. And um, I went off to college and uh, after college, I uh, there was just a time, I've always liked arm wrestling, and there was just a time where they had a state championship here in the state of Michigan. And the guy who held it, Uh, I happen to know he was a barber at the, uh, the Oakland mall and um, excuse me at the Pontiac mall. And um, he told me I should, uh, I should try it. So I did. And I, I won the state championship that year. And uh, I uh, rustled up some people and uh, they paid for my, uh, my trip out there. And, um, and then I got a sponsor of, from the Stroh Brewery.
3: Awesome. And, uh,
0: matter of fact, that gentleman, his name was John McLeod. He lives out here, not too far from me in Brighton. And, um, you know, so it was a good group of people that I was around and they sent me out there and, you know, as chance would have it, I, um, I did well. And I, I won the world wrist wrestling championship in 1977.
3: Do they, do they break it down? By I was wondering, so Max showed us a video and it was absolutely insane. The, it just seemed like it was such a, a competitive atmosphere. You're right there next to people like face it,
0: to face with them. High energy. That's for sure.
3: Yeah. And so the video is just like. Packed full of energy front to back. You emerge the victor in this. I was wondering, I used to like actually, you know, just normal wrestle in high school. And I was wondering, do they have weight classes in wrist wrestling?
0: Well, there, back then, there were four men's weight classes. Yeah, um, there are then. Uh, there was lightweight, middleweight, uh, I can't remember the other weight, and then heavyweight. And then there was two women's weight classes. Mm-hmm. And actually, the year that I won, there was a woman that won the lightweight weight class, um, and her name was uh, Sue Moerdyk, mm-hmm. and uh, she's no longer with us. But um, she won, and that was uh, that was crazy because she had never arm wrestled before either.
3: That's that sounds wild that people can just like shoot up through the ranks and win like a world championship in a sport. Does well, that did that, that happen I mean, a lot?
0: you got to remember that um, I was in pretty decent physical shape at that point in time. And uh, Sue Mordyke, I know, I know that she used to work with horses. So I am sure she was pitching a bunch of bales of hay. Yeah. But um, you know, so strength does come into, into play. That's for sure.
3: I I would like to explain to, to the listener that in in this video, um, I described you to Max as you know. I, I played football, and I described you as a nose guard that I wouldn't want to go against. Um, <laughs> you, you, you look like a. I mean, excuse my language. You look like a brick shit house. You just were, you were <laughs> thick. You were all muscle. You were, you know, you, you look like a ball of hate. You look like someone that could really, you know, fill a gap and really make it tough to dig you out and move you around. So when I saw I you hap- on there, I was really. Impressed. I happen
0: to remember. Because they weigh everybody in, and I happen to remember my exact weight that day. I was three hundred and two pounds.
3: Three hundred two pounds, and you were you, you were six three at the time.
0: Well, I was a little over six four.
3: Okay, you looked good, and then and, and I mean that like you <laughs> looked strong and scary. Well. So- that's a good. <laughs> you yeah. look strong. It also looked you like really your,
2: your your mustache had been well established for a few years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and the
1: guy, the gentleman that you uh, you beat for that match, he he ended up being a pretty good arm wrestler for his career, didn't
0: he? Um, he w- he was around. I mean, I would. Uh, his name was Dean Christensen, and. Um, I can't remember. Back then, of course, we did not have many big-time matches, big-time tournaments. Um, I know that now they do. Excuse me. They they have a group down in – a big group down in Kentucky. There's a big group in Pennsylvania. Uh, There's a big group in New York. And they have tournaments all around now, regular. Down in the southwest, they have them. And, uh, that's just something that we never had. So it, um, there's a lot of good arm wrestlers around. I can tell you that because I, I do check up on them and, uh, I communicate with a couple of of people. I communicate with a guy that's in Ottawa, Canada, and, um, he's real active and he puts on tournaments and, uh. He does. He does a nice job. I wish. I wish people like him were around when, uh, when I was arm wrestling because I would have arm wrestled more.
3: Okay. Now, just real quick, when you win a world championship and your sponsor is is Stroh's, do they throw a case at you? How many cases do, you, do do they throw at you? How much? How much? How much Stroh's were you swimming in at the time?
0: Well, they had a place downtown. I don't think it's any longer there. They called it the Stroh House. It was at the brewery. Yeah. And um, they liked it when I would come. You know, I was on the driving around Detroit, Metro uh, Detroit uh, all the time. So I would stop in because that was free beer for me. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I would talk to people that because they always had uh, tours coming through. And so they had me, you know, just say hi, you know, and um, and talk to people. And uh, so it always worked out. Yeah, I never had to worry about beer with Stroh's. That's for sure. <laughs>
3: that's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, um, that is awesome.
0: Oh, the, uh, one more thing, too, uh, that my lovely wife just reminded me. Um, <laughs> I, I can tell you what the total prize money was. I won $1,100. Hell,
3: yeah. That cover travel uh, expenses. Then,
0: then Stroh's matched it. So that was mm. my total prize money was $2,200. That's
3: <laughs> sweet. Yeah, that's
1: like uh, $7 million after
0: inflation, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. By today's standards.
3: Yeah. Yeah, mm. I think so. I wish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cars were a nickel back then. Man, That's crazy.
3: <laughs> so um, Joe, you kind of touched on this and it, and it relates to one of uh, my buddy, Justin's questions for you. Yeah. Um, And he, he, he was interested in, in like the sport back then. Was it treated more like a sport or was it like it, like, you know how, I mean, you played football in college, was it more organized or was it something that you just kind of got good at because it was something to do at the bar?
0: Exactly. That's exactly what it was. You know, I, uh, I just arm wrestled and, you know, I, I know I was talking with Max about a few different things that, um. After the world championship, I would I got a, um, a professional arm wrestling table. It was given to me. And uh, I would always have it because it broke down. It was nice. It came apart. And, uh, God, if we would go to Tiger Stadium, I would have the arm wrestling table in the back of the car. And I'd pull it out and we'd arm wrestle. Me and a couple of my buddies. And uh, just having fun. And for maybe ten bucks a throw, and we would arm wrestle and then make a few bucks to go in and see the Tigers game. Max was Wait, telling would, us about that. That sounds like insane to me. You, would just, you were just—you were basically
3: busking, like playing playing music, but with arm wrestling. I, you I just got it. Oh my <laughs> That's god! <amazing>. Like, <laughs> so how how many matches do you think that you'd go through, like back to back with strangers? That seems like you're. I, it just seems like you're putting a lot out there. You know, like, it seems like it would be, things could go wrong fast.
0: Um, That never happened. I, okay. um, as you know, I was pretty decent sized. People wouldn't challenge me too much. Yeah. And a um, couple times in a bar maybe, but uh, never when we were out in the open. You know, I, also I used to go to a university of Michigan football games and I set up my arm wrestling table a <laughs> few times uh, uh, while we were tailgating.
3: Sure. So, sure.
0: Yeah, Although, I uh, I had the arm wrestling table out a few times.
3: That's I, I was gonna say that's that's almost like you're uh, what's it called in with pool where you're you're a pool shark? Where you, uh, you, yeah, you, a hustler. Yeah, like a pool hustler. But it's it's kinda hard to hide that you're a, a giant man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: You
1: gotta
0: come out as like can't, a sling. You can hide it quite as
3: well. Yeah. Oh yeah. that's
1: yeah. Um, that's, uh, yeah, I was going to ask about the, uh, the Tiger Stadium armors because they didn't mention that. And, uh, it's one of those things you hear as a kid and I'm like, did I hear that correctly? I, I bring it up, but I also can't remember if it's true or not. So, uh, it's good to know that was a true story.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) It was a true story. Um,
1: I I do have another question about a story I remember from, uh, when I was a kid and I also want to confirm if it's a true story. So I remember you telling me that. Uh, so on the episode, we talked a little bit about the movie Over the Top, right? And I I remember you telling me that uh, you were to some extent asked to be in the film.
0: Well, do you do you remember the uh, the restaurant that we had in downtown Milford? Yes, we had just started it, and maybe two months in. A guy by the name of Steve Simon called me from Los Angeles at about, I don't remember, it was in the morning. And uh, mom and I were working. And um, he called and he said, we want you to come and be in the movie. And uh, I said, I'd be more than happy to, but I can't because we just started this restaurant and I just cannot leave. So the uh, conversation ended quickly because I, I couldn't, I couldn't go.
3: Oh man. Real nope. life getting in the way of getting fake beat by Sly Stallone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it would have been, but it would have been okay.
3: How tall is he? He's gotta be like 58, right? Like you would have been, It would have been weird to see like the, uh, the movie magic that made it seem like he was your equal. Well,
0: he would have been standing on top of a box somehow. Yeah,
3: for sure. It's all
1: forced perspective. It's like Lord of the
3: Rings.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just basically
3: just arm wrestling a hobbit and pretending the hobbit's going to beat you. Right. They did (laughs) that
2: (laughs) that in Rocky, you know, in all the faraway shots, you notice that he's just standing there on a box. (laughs) Getting wailed on. Yeah. Uh,
1: Rocky Four he wore stilts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: got absurd. The older ones yeah. are even weirder. He's he's yeah. marionetted out there. Um.
1: <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, so, Pat, you also mentioned that um, Justin uh, had a couple of questions yeah. uh, that uh, we wanted you to ask uh, Big Joe here.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm loving this. This is cool. Um, you know, you touched on this a little bit where you, um, you kind of talked about how, you know, you were, you were in college, you were playing football. Um, you know, obviously you're in shape. You started, you know, going to the bars, you wrestled some, you arm wrist wrestled some people you knew that were in the sport and you rose through the ranks pretty quick. And then, uh, who is the girl, the woman also, she was working with horses.
0: Um, her name is Sue Mordyke.
3: Sue Mordyke. So yep. Justin want to know about the demographics of the sport and, you know, were they largely manual laborers and tradesmen? I got to believe that's got to be a large percentage of the people that, that participate in, the, in arm and wrist rest, wrist rest, uh, right?
0: For the most part. Yeah. A yeah. lot of construction workers, pig farmers.
3: Yeah. People yeah. that need to use those hands.
0: Right. Right.
3: Yeah. Do you, do you have any like, do you have an abnormally large hand or long forearm or something? Do you have an anatomical advantage of any kind?
0: My hands are fairly big. As I said, you know, and and you noticed, I was in pretty good shape back then.
3: Sure. Yeah. When
0: I was a world champion, I was 22 years old. And, um, you know, yeah, I got long arms, I guess. 37 38 inches whatever mm-hmm. so it's hard to describe i um the only person that i've ever seen that was really abnormal was was a big heavyweight from from down south um he was a pig farmer and the guy weighed 600 pounds and i arm wrestled him only one time and i beat him And um, Was was this Cleve Dean? World Championship or anything, but his name was Cleve Dean. Oh, my God. I had a question about
3: him. (laughs) This is awesome. Tell me about him.
0: Well, was he from Alabama, honey? No. I think he was from Alabama. And um, the guy was just huge. That's all I can tell you is I've got large enough hands where I used to, it's hard to describe, without looking at it, but I could touch my thumb with my second finger that when I would tie up with somebody, I would always, you know, touch my finger. I couldn't even get close to touching my finger. That's how much meat (laughs) was in his paw.
3: Now is, I guess, mechanically, how does the big hand help you? Other than, you know, you you got a grip on the guy's hand, but I mean, isn't it... You know, what's the what's the primary muscle group? He, he that was you just need?
0: overall big. He was huge. Yeah. And, you know, he was strong because he did work on a farm. And um got everything about his movement, you know, was just you know, you could feel it was strong. And it was it felt like you were grabbing a hold of a big pipe. And was
1: uh, was he um was he on a uh, World's Strongest Man one year? I feel like I yep. remember seeing him in that. Yes, yeah. He was. I mean, they usually show the old ones on ESPN classic. And uh, I remember seeing him and I, you had talked about him. So I, I put that together really quickly and I, I kept my eyes on him and he was, I, I don't know what 600 pounds looks like on TV, but he, uh, yeah. he looks pretty big. <laughs> looks
3: probably, probably looks about like 800 pounds.
1: Yeah. camera <laughs> A couple hundred pounds. Yeah.
0: He was huge. I've never seen a human being that big before.
3: Yeah. So talk to me. What, so if it's not, if, because you you didn't you you looked good you looked muscular and strong but I wouldn't say that you looked out of place in that video did you feel like you were like so, like scale wise frame wise did you think you were you were kind of right in the mix for for your weight class
0: yeah I f- exactly and then like I said then then comes a a guy like Cleve Dean who's just huge and he yeah. looked out of place sure but no. uh, there there were a lot of people around my size not quite as tall i was probably probably one of the taller guys in the heavyweight class and um the the weight class right underneath the heavyweight the light heavyweight um mm-hmm. there were a couple of guys in that weight class that were just they were phenomenal and um you know pound for pound they were pretty good so what,
3: what attribute do you attribute to your success most? Is it, is it, you know, if it, if you, do, if you think you're right in the, you know, the median range there, is it your attitude? Is it your technique? Is it you're just, you just think you're stronger than most people? What, what well, was it that made you successful?
0: I'll be honest with you, not uh, for everybody, strength is not the most important thing. Uh, I would think technique is more important. Yeah, and um, yeah, I was kind of I was strong and I had good technique. So, i I was something that um, they called a um, a hooker. I like to hook. Okay, and um, the technique is I would put I would go ahead and tie up with my opponent, and I made sure that my hand. Was like right in the middle of my chest, and when the referee would grab hold of your hands, the term is ready go, and um, I would anticipate. I was fast, I was quick, and um, I would suck my my hand back into my chest, and then I would roll my shoulder over, and My opponent would have to pull through my body, which was fairly large. And um, I would just, I found good success with that.
3: This is fantastic. You literally just answered the next question I had. This is this is great. He uh I I'm gonna be honest, I don't I don't understand the technique, but the way you described it is very, very it was, you know, I could see the imagery there, which I really appreciate. I had written down here as my question, top roll guy, hook guy, pure pressure guy. I didn't know that there were this many things that you could do in arm yep. wrestling.
0: Yep, there sure is. Because there's guys that they when they uh I don't even know what they call it, but when they grab a hold of each other and they say ready, go the guy will fall away from the table and try to pull. And I just never felt that was a good technique. So
1: you could see that on the video. Uh, I think the guy you were uh, wrestling for the championship, he, uh, I think he was trying to, well, maybe he just did it out of, uh, out of, um, desperation, but he, he seemed to be kind of doing that where yeah. he was putting his, putting his body all the way down and trying to use that to pull, which yep. I feel like would result in more uh, of those, uh, those real terrible ra- uh, radial fractures of uh, of the humerus. So don't the,
0: spi- the spiral fracture of the humerus.
1: The spiral fracture that one. Yes,
0: um, I've seen that happen twice. Where I was like a matter of two feet away, and it's the nastiest sound you've ever heard.
3: Oh mm. I I gotta believe I broke my ankle before, and I couldn't believe how it. I mean, it's audible in your own. It you hear it in your ear. So I I could believe that if you were arm wrestling someone and they broke their arm while you were wrestling, I bet you hear their break in your arm. I'm almost certain he could feel it, you know? Oh my God.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. There was uh, my, my one friend from Highland, Michigan, and uh, he actually went out to the world tournament with me. He did not win, but um, he broke his arm. Um. I'm just telling you, it was, it was such a nasty sound. I, uh, I don't ever want to hear it again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: So my buddy, Justin, he's having a little issue. His, he's a right hander. Um, but he, he got injured in a, in an arm wrestling tournament and he's just having, you know, he's, he's, he's our age, right? So he's, he's having a little trouble healing up and, and being, getting successful in his right arm again. Um, but he was able to go to a tournament. Didn't place in his right arm, but he was able to win with his left. How, how common is that, that people do right and left? Or is it normally now, people choose one? G- and
0: generally, slip? if you're good right-handed, you can, if you practice that, it be good left-handed uh, because you're you're going to be built just about the same on both sides if you lift weights. Sure. And, yeah. um, you know, if you practice, you, sh- you shouldn't have a problem. So...
3: So, you know, I was under the impression that there were certain people that they just had very, very strong right arms. Is this not the case?
0: Well, yeah, there, there's a lot of guys with just right, you know, just strong right arms. The um,
3: They're called blacksmiths. No, I'm sorry. Keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be right. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of guys that have just strong right arms or they don't know. They're not coordinated on the left side. Which there's some people like that as well.
3: Okay, all right. This is cool. Yeah, this is very enlightening. Um, how technical was the sport when you were when you were in its heyday? When you were in your heyday, I should say.
0: Um, how technical?
3: Yeah. Do you think everybody, that there was
0: everybody had techniques that you know that they had to work on? Like I said, I I worked my technique. And I would practice that. I practiced, believe it or not, I practiced a lot by myself. And yeah. um, I made up a uh, a cable and pulley system that I would arm wrestle with.
3: Okay. How much so, weight would you put on that thing?
0: Well, it, it, I didn't do so much with a lot of weight as I did with quickness. Oh. I would rather go with a little bit less weight and work on quickness. So, so over the top wasn't lying
1: to us with the uh, the pulley systems because there's there's uh, one inside the uh, the Mack truck and over the top, and I always thought that was ridiculous, but <laughs> yeah. it's a re- it's a real thing. Apparently, he stole it from
0: you. Oh yeah, <laughs> they probably did. <laughs>
3: So now you were talking about you you try to jump the count. Did you play defensive line, Joe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like it. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's uh that's a very common thing for D yep, linemen. Yep. Cheating, yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: you can you can tell I, call, I play O line, right?
0: <laughs> I call it anticipation.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It's a smart way of putting it. There how much go. how much was intimidation a part of the game though? <laughs> would, uh, would I mean, I got to believe that everyone's trying to stare the other person down. I mean, you're literally staring them down.
0: Oh, yeah. That happens a lot. But you know what? I'm a pretty happy-go-lucky person. I, I never did that. So I, I'd i rather chat with somebody and go beat them and then come back and chat with them again. It, that's uh, great. You let your uh, arms do the talking. Yeah, that's great. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: I love it. That's fantastic. That's the worst kind of person to get be, be, beat by too, Joe. Is the guy that's uh he's uh, he's all happy and nice and you're all full of anger and hate. And then you get beat by him and he's being nice to you afterwards. Like, ah, oh, get the fuck off me. Don't don't be nice to me. Yeah.
1: That's great. <laughs> I <love it>. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. All right. Well, cool. That's guys. I mean, I think we we really Joe just talking to you, we nailed all the questions he had. I'm really, I'm really happy with this. So thank um, you,
1: Nate. Do you have any questions?
2: Oh yeah, I've got some questions.
1: So oh yeah, so uh, <laughs> you- one quick <laughs> reference though. So Nate has um, some experience with uh, amateur big time wrestling. Uh, when he lived in uh, Vermont, he would drive into Canada and do you know do a, uh, I guess a uh, there was a. Uh, facility there that he could uh, compete at and learn how to actually do that. So we kind of use some of our conversation to say, "Oh, what if our arm wrestler was a big time wrestler?" Um, so I know Nate has a lot of history with uh, with that kind of wrestling.
2: But my question isn't on that. My I, oh, I, I, have, a, <laughs> I, I have a question that's well excellent
3: setup. I I I. I, I, uh, I <laughs> I,
2: I could I could come up with one, but I uh, I don't have the mental capacity for that right now. This but is way better. What I'm wondering is, uh, are you a fan of James Bond movies? And do you think that James Bond movies might be missing an uh, odd ah, job Jaws-style uh, arm wrestler that actually rips people's hands or maybe even arms clear out of their sockets?
0: <laughs> that would be nice.
2: I agree. <laughs> All right, that's all my questions. <laughs>
0: you know,
1: it, it'd be nice to see the representation in Hollywood, yeah. I,
3: I wanted wrestlers. to make fun of you, Nate, but in, in, in all fairness, I mean, why not arm wrestling in, in James Bond? Because it goes from him being a spy guy to him just doing like an absurd activity. It's like spy guy goes to fantastic location, plays cards. Spy guy goes to fantastic location, skis. Spot, spy, you know, it's always all every James yeah. Bond follows. He's gotta have some weird extracurricular activity. So spy why guy
1: Spy guy goes to fantastic location, goes to space. Yeah. Arm wrestles. Arm wrestles, yeah. That right <laughs> what if what if James Bond just suddenly became a great arm wrestler? Yeah.
0: We, we would definitely need some key. pull in Hollywood, huh?
1: There it is. Yeah. Little pull. <laughs> <laughs> Nate was saying how uh, you know the first uh, match in that video was you know one or two seconds, and then the last one was uh, closer to ten seconds. Uh, what uh, it, I've seen some arm wrestling you know events before, uh, and they go they seem to go pretty quickly. How often do you see matches quite that
0: long? Well, I can tell you for one thing, my last match I know it looked like it was long, but it was not that long. They, um, I think they do that to make it more exciting. They they cut the angles, you know, and they they would replay some of the uh, some of the match. Oh, so they, okay. made it last a little a little bit longer than what it really was.
1: They turned sure. five seconds into, into ten seconds. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It was all the editing on the uh, on the films. The, if I remember correctly, the match lasted about three seconds. Okay. okay. So, wow. So, um, Interesting. Tricky. Yeah. Yeah, it did not last that long, but it doesn't matter. I won. Yeah, I won. that's <laughs> yeah. what matters. Hell yeah. yeah! Screw, screw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right. Great.
1: Um. You guys got
2: anything else? No oh, uh, man, that was great. I, yeah, that no, was that, was, that was great. I've, I've because you, you know, you, you, you cook and stuff. I just made my first flour. Are you a corn tortilla guy or a flour tortilla guy?
0: <laughs> I like <laughs> I flour tortilla. Okay. Hell yeah, me too. I told
1: you, Nate it was it's better flour. He's i mean he's cooking so it's a little bit productive
2: i just made my first corn tortillas today so and i'm like yeah. man, this is much easier you don't have to need yeah I, have, you can just press uh, it. I was
1: looking into making some tortillas one time but I, I i bailed it seems like i didn't want to add that extra step i was doing way too many other things yeah it took me Wait, like 30 you minutes to make, like, seven of make
2: them.
3: <laughs> like a tortilla from
0: scratch
2: and i just tried it today i got you know you got the, the corn the, the corn flour from save a lot you know, Do you have I mean,
3: the nixtamalized corn? Do you have like the right kind? Yeah, you got
2: to go to save. You got to go to save a lot. You got to go somewhere where 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 uh, you know where someone who might make you know a Latino person would go, and then they have it.
3: <laughs> I think I think making your own tortillas is not the move. I think that's, that's yeah. They cost tortilla, a buck like, fifty for
2: thirty of them, and it took me thirty minutes to no. make seven.
1: 25 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cents each. Yeah. yeah.
3: One time I I manually made a uh, uh, <laughs> a sushi mat i i took bamboo sticks and i cut them and i weaved uh twine between them and i tied it off and it looks great okay but then i looked at the price of the bamboo sticks that i bought (laughs) the twine and the time invested took me about two hours to make this fucking thing okay a bamboo mat costs about three bucks i guess about twenty dollars
1: but saying? it's art, it's artisanal though. I, I do have one more question, uh, Dad. Before we take off, uh, I, I, it sounds like these competitions you entered in your actual name for this tournament. You entered the tournament as your real name. Well, yeah. Do you think? Do you think you'd have like a? Because, like I said, we we were trying to frame this as a you know WWE Monday Night Raw type situation where the Undertaker would come out and fight mankind. And we have all these arm wrestling situations where there's people with uh, stage names that actually compete in the arm wrestling. Do you think that you would have one if you did it now, or do you have one that you think you would choose if, you know, from back then, if this was the case?
0: I I could, I certainly wouldn't, certainly wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, uh. I know that there were guys back when I arm wrestled. they'd have their, their names on a t-shirt and, um, uh, you know, not, I, I don't remember the names exactly now, but, uh, you know, The Killer or The Bender. <laughs> oh my God. Or Ooh, The Bender. Whoever. And, um, yeah, but in, in those guys and their hair was all messed up, and they, you know, and they would come up and they would get beat. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, you know, they would try to intimidate, but it didn't work for them. So, okay. Oh, so what if, what if, so what if you, you, you that came up to the makes... table
3: and there was just a guy and his shirt was, it was just a white t-shirt and it was stained and there were pit stains on it and it was just ripped and ragged and it just said sweaty palms and he was really scared. Would you beat that guy? Would I beat him? <laughs> yeah. 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 I would, would think so. <laughs> would you be, I mean, mentally, would you be, would you be thinking like this guy's good or would you be... Did you just go through the same motions and just be like?
0: I would always go through the exact same motions no matter who I arm wrestled.
3: So no name would would get you shook, you're saying? No, not at all. Okay. (laughs) Even if a guy came up and his name was Tom Armhold, that wouldn't uh,
0: wouldn't get anything out of you? No, it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't bend me. That's for sure.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, All right. If you had to pick a name, if you had to pick a name, so you can't go by Joe, right? If you had to go with a name, what kind of name would you like? Would it, you want it to be fierce, or would you want it to be, you know, kind of like happy go lucky? How would you try to straddle the line?
0: Um, well, you know, first- I had a uh, a nickname when I was in college. Matter of fact, my buddy from the Philippines, he was one of the guy first guys that call me. Uh, they called me Hoss. Hoss. And when I, like I see my old buddies, they still call me Hoss. And um, when I was working in a bar uh, right before I met my wife, all those guys in there called me Hoss. So whenever I see any of them, and I still do from time to time, matter of fact, uh, there's a guy who um, his son's the wrestling coach at uh, Catholic Central. Mm-hmm. And he used to come into the bar and uh, we were friends and we've reacquainted again. And he, he doesn't call me Joe. He calls me Haas. Right. And uh, you know, like I said, there's a, there's a bunch of guys uh, there. I have a friend who I played football with that lives down in uh, Ohio. And uh, whenever he writes me, he calls me Hoss. So yeah, my nickname, my nickname would be Hoss.
3: Now, would you do anything crazy with your hair? Or would you wear like, you know, yellow eye contacts or anything? You Or like, you have, all right, let's, let's frame it like this. I'm not going to say, would you? I'm saying you have to choose something extraordinary for <laughs> your hand, to to your hand <laughs> Sona. What are you going to do? Are you going to dye your hair red and stick it up on
0: it? You're going to try well, to Well, like- you know, in today's day and age, you know, it, I certainly would need something. And yeah. um, I would probably dye my hair something like bright green or something. Yeah. And uh, why not?
3: Yeah, why not? It would be fun. Bright green hair, maybe some lipstick. You're the Joker. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: All right. (laughs) Well, uh, this has been fantastic. Uh, I think there's a chance a song may come out of it. Maybe something about this Haas persona. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if Nate comes up with something. I I like Uh, like the name Haas. uh, Go ahead, Nate.
2: Oh, I just want to say I like the name Haas. It is very, that's a very... uh, it's a very big time. It's a big time name, you know. It, it has it has a big time feel. Uh Yeah, yeah. If yeah.
3: if you heard someone be like, "You better be careful, Haas is coming," you'd be like, "Uh oh." I still don't know what Haas
2: <laughs> means, other than like big hulking dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> Na- nasty.
1: Nathan Sharp doesn't have the uh, the same frightening aspect to it.
2: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's more of the pit stain variety that guy sounds like a pat your 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 fellow there sounds like a hustler though you know Justin <laughs> no, no, the one with the pit stains with sweaty palms oh, sounds <laughs> like he's gonna plums? pull a fast yeah. one over you know, yeah, you know everyone's going over the, the top he's going under the table
3: you don't know what's coming, <laughs> so. yeah what was there were there any and- for, forgive the pun were there any underhanded tactics in arm wrestling that were oh, that sure. we yeah, yeah there,
0: were, there were things that were done and, you know, like when you're first tying up and maybe just before the um, the referee would start you, you know, somebody would pull out of the uh, out of the handheld position. And uh, they've um, corrected that situation in today's day and age. Um, if you come disconnected before you get started twice, they have a little um, it's a strap that wraps around your hand around both hands and you, you can't get out of it. So they've corrected it.
3: Okay. I like, that. Yeah. it's like a knife fight. or, or like a guy could dress up like a British fop, you know, with like a really flowy, like, you know, he's, he's got the, uh, the, the puffy shirt there and he's got a long top hat. and When he ties up, he kisses your hand and he's well, like, sir. Go. Yeah. There you go. That's some, that's some intimidating shit, right? That
0: is real intimidating. <laughs> I can
1: hear the sarcasm in his voice. I I know it when I hear it.
0: (laughs) That was not sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right. Well, I think this has been fantastic. I I think this might open the door for a lot of uh, interview opportunities in the future, because I had a great time with this. I I know Pat did. I bet Justin did, because, you know, he's... Not even got here, I know he had a good answered. time. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And they had a good time, too, playing Street Fighter. I think he beat three levels while we were uh, having this interview. I played I do in your honor. It was a real boss. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks, Dad. appreciate this. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, hope uh, hope everyone at home had a great time, too, because this was fantastic. Joe,
3: all right, well, Joe you got to let us know, was this a hit for you?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, perfect. That's all I need to hear. Yeah. I enjoy it, right. I,
0: and I I'm, I have a real good feeling that you'll get a lot of uh, a lot of play out of it because, as I said, you know a lot of I, I contacted a lot of people today.
3: Perfect. Nice. Cool. So thank you, Joe. I, yeah. Honestly, thank you for doing this. This is very fun. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, we'll
3: uh, talk to
1: everyone next week. Bye. 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 Thank you.
2: Under his nose, he's a 300 pound man sponsored by Stroh's. Get yourself up in the line. I hope your right hand can't survive. Big Joe's a horse. Get yourself up in the line. I hope your right hand can't survive. Big Joe's a horse.